Hey everybody, I'm John Gould. And I'm Nagin Muscati, and this is This Real Estate Life, the official podcast of the Baird and Warner Lincoln Park office. We have so many amazing real estate agents in our office, each with their own unique gifts and personalities, and we really just wanted to create a podcast where you can celebrate those individuals and learn a little bit about real estate along the way. Yeah, so whether you're a real estate agent yourself or just curious to learn more about what we do every day, this is the podcast for you. So thanks for joining us and we hope you love the journey. Woohoo! Welcome to This Real Estate Life, the Baird and Warner Lincoln Park podcast where we highlight and showcase the different gifts and talents our agents have. Except for this week. This week we have a very special guest. We have Sarah Pelton here to talk about training at Baird and Warner. Thank you so much for being here, Sarah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We are very excited to have you with us today, Sarah. Just a little bit of background about you. Um, and then we'd love to hear you tell us your whole story. Um, but you are the Vice President of Learning and Development. You've been in real estate and with Baird & Warner for 14 years, which is amazing, from sales to managing an office to now your role as a sales trainer for the entire company of what, close to 2,500 agents at this point? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I think if I had to define you in one word, it would be passionate. I mean, your passion is just so evident in everything that you do, the way that you approach training the agents, the way that you work with fellow leadership to really guide this company, especially during COVID, which was a huge advantage that our agents had to make them successful and quite frankly led to our record-breaking year as a company and in all the individual offices. Um, you've coordinated Tom Ferry. Steve Harney, the Tony Robbins team, you brought in uh, people to train on diversity and fair housing. I mean, really, what haven't you done for this company <laughs> this year, Sarah? Well, and all know. the years prior. It's been uh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. So we're just really grateful to have you. You are the ultimate teacher. Uh, you're the mo motivational queen. And we're super excited to learn from you today. So thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, as I said before, I am so excited. It is absolutely my pleasure. I have been a faithful listener and enjoyed um, many of your podcasts. So it's exciting to be on the other side today. Stop. That's so nice. <laughs> John doesn't listen to our podcast. You get to be there all through the process. That's cool. You do. Although I do understand. We listened, we did a road trip for Thanksgiving and listened to a few of the agents to brush up on some skills in the car and I hate hearing myself. It was very cringeworthy the whole time. Same. But I learned a lot. I will tell you though that 2020 has made us nothing if not comfortable with my voice and my face because I feel like <laughs> I just see and hear it everywhere I go in Baird Warner land. So uh, I'm over me. I hope that everybody out there is. <laughs> not at all. You bring so much value, you know, to the agents and I want to get into that in a little bit and like what got you on this path. But like really we'd love just to start with how you got into real estate in the first place and, and how this whole journey began for you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I became a brand new agent, a baby agent with Baird and Warner in 2004. It's actually 16, it was 16 years this May. Um, my mom was actually in the business uh, before me and I'd, I'd watched her. She started when I was in high school. So I didn't like grow up with this real estate mom. Um, but I was in corporate America. I was a meeting and event coordinator in for a large association management firm in Chicago. And it was great. I loved it, but I really felt like it was one of those things. Like I was just going to have to put my head down and make very little for a long period of time. And my, my future was in other people's hands. Um, it's actually like kind of a weird story. I, my, um, my grandma passed away in England 
And I hadn't been able to go back and see her before she died because I was busy working and I couldn't take the time off as like a relatively young and new employee. And I was on the plane on the way home. And you know, like they, they say the Sunday scaries, I had like the going back to work scaries. I was just like, I, I don't want to do this for like the next 30 years of my life. This is not what I want to do. I never want my life to feel like it plays second fiddle to my job that like, I can't see people I love because of something that I don't feel that rewarded or compensated for anyway. Um, and I looked over at my mom on the plane and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go into real estate with you. And she <laughs> was like, you are crazy. She's like, first of all, I think you'd be great at it. But second of all, you know, that nobody else is going to pay your bills. Like I can't support you. Um, I was 24, right, um, at the time. And I was like, yeah, no, I know. Um, I've got a plan. I'm going to go get a waitressing job and I'm going to go get my real estate license. So I literally like got back to work. I made an appointment with my boss. I put in my two weeks. I met with um, Jackie Smith, who was my amazing managing broker at Baird and Warner at the time. I met with her. I sat down. I think I cried in her office. Um, and then I, uh, I decided signed up for classes through Baird and Warner. And I walked into a local fine dining restaurant uh, that was owned by this great old Marine. And I walked in and said, like, I'd really like to, you know, to serve here. I did this in college, whatever. And he was like, all right, when can you start? How about Monday? And like everything just took off. The rest is history. Um, so that is how I got into real estate. I mean, like talk about just taking action and, and no prisoners along the way. You're just like, I'm doing this. I'm making a plan. Kind of like what we learned about from Tom Ferry earlier today. Um, but you really just put it into action and, and now look at all the amazing things you've, you've done in real estate and for Baird and Warner. The rest is history. As yeah. They, yeah. Um, and it was kind of funny. My mom and I thought we were going to team up in the beginning. Um, and everywhere we went, people would look at me and go like, or look at my mom and say, oh, that's so sweet. Your daughter's your assistant. And like, it just didn't, it like, didn't feel like it didn't feel right for her more than me actually. And she was like, no, like you are accomplished. You went to school, you got a degree, you, you know, you are great at marketing. You're great at all the, all these things. I don't, I don't want to see you feel like you fit that role. And so we worked together on deals where we had a common interest in the client and the rest of the time we kind of built our own business. And after two years, we looked at our numbers and they were virtually identical, like scary identical in terms of volume and units at the end of my second year. And so then we joined forces. And for a number of years, we were in the top 10 teams in the Oak Park office. Um, or actually in the company, um, working together. So it was pretty cool. That's amazing. And what like yeah. a affirmation that you, that you made the right career move, right? To find that success yeah. with two years, like that's huge. Yeah, and it was so much fun. I mean, I think um, what made us great at working together is we are polar opposites. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a lot of people think when they're building a team, like should, they should find somebody just like them. That isn't the case at all with us. And she was much more happy behind the scenes. And clearly I'm an out front, loud and proud person. I'm fine being in front of everyone. Um, I love doing that stuff and the marketing stuff. And she was great at keeping the deals together and making sure the clients had everything they need. So um, it worked really well, but then other opportunities became available through the company and like training is where my heart is. It's just what lights me up. I think there, you know, there are millions of people who can be amazing real estate agents out there when I get to be with agents and help them, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So that's how I ended up here. And, but you were a managing broker of an office. You kind of did like a pit stop on the way to becoming the VP of <laughs> learning and development. So it's funny, I actually, um, I Baird and Warner has 
this amazing program called the Leadership Institute. I know, Nagin, you've gone through the program as well. Um, it's for people who are interested in doing something beyond just sales at Baird Warner. And it's really, but it has to be successful salespeople, right? So it's for successful salespeople who aspire to do other things within the company, um, particularly in management. And I went through the program and then became the assistant manager in Oak Park. Um, so I was assistant manager there. I've done new agent recruiting for the company um, and then eventually ended up going out to our Glen Allen office and managing there for a year, which I loved. I mean, it was incredible, an incredible group of agents, just like the Oak Park agents. I loved working with them and being with them every day. Um, but like there were a number of moves with managers, Bill White, who I, I believe you've talked to before as well. Um, he ended up becoming the manager in Glen Ellen. I came downtown to take on a training role and it was like the stars aligned and everybody ended up where they were supposed to and the job that made sense for them. So um, I'm just, I, I was, I, at that point I came downtown to be in charge of new agent training and now I oversee the whole, the whole thing. And how long have you been in this role? So I have been in this role um, five and a half years. I actually began at, at the very end of my maternity leave after having my daughter. So it's always easy to know how, how long I've been in this role. That's so great. So what, so you started in this role, you've been here for five and a half years. What does training look like in Baird and Warner right now? What do you oversee? Like what, what, what all's going on right now? Yeah, so um, that's a great question. So we have um, we have three levels of training at Baird and Warner. We kind of are three A's. We divide it up into achieve, which is for our brand new agents, um, ascend, which is for our top producing agents, and then the accelerate training, which is for the whole company, right? It's for everybody. Um, and so, so we really have divided it up into those three categories. Most of what I do is the accelerate level of training. Um, Eddie Matea, who's fantastic, works really closely with our Achieve group with our new agents. And we've developed some really incredible training. So no matter what level you're at as an agent, you have access to the tools and the training that you need to continue to grow, whatever level you are. Yeah, I know those are intense programs too. Like the, you know, Achieve is what the six, six days right now and condense into three weeks. And you've had to make that whole thing virtual too during COVID. Absolutely. So we, it is, um, it is a, uh, it is a six day training. It's three hours at a time, which is virtual. What we've done is we took a program that was six days live and we, as you, as you said, we've converted it to the virtual platform. We have three hours um, with our new agents, two days a week in the morning. Um, and then we have follow-up kind of activities and then videos as well that we've recorded for them with additional training. You know, we know that new agents would die as would I, if we had to sit with together on a Zoom for uh, for seven hours a day. Um, Nagin and I did that for uh, for a broker management CE yesterday. That's a long time to sit in a Zoom, right? Uh, so, so we've kind of changed everything up to make it relevant for the agents in the current format. And then we created this program that is running in all of our offices. When the agents complete our downtown program, as we call it, our Achieve program, that's for the whole company, then they go back to their office to achieve local, which is a 13 week program, which is how to learn to be successful in your local market. Because, you know, for your agents in Lincoln Park versus agents in the South Loop versus agents in Winnetka versus Orland Park, how to write a successful offer looks different, right? Who your competitors are looks different. We want people to learn from the experts in their marketplace, how to be successful there. And so that's why we, we kind of divided up the program into those two sections. 
Yeah, and the Achieve program, what I love about that is when our, you know, newer, um, new hires come to us then and start the Achieve Local after already having done the Achieve, they have the foundations because you have it broken down into such a, a great system where every day you're doing a deep dive onto a specific topic, topic, like maybe working with buyers or lead generation or business planning. So they already have that foundation and then they come to us and we can really get a little bit more granular, as you said, um, with the Achieve Local and our one-on-one -on -one trainings too. Right. I mean, we really try to cover everything you need to understand from a foundational perspective about being successful in this business. And a ton of that is just mindset. What is it like to run your own business? For most of our new agents, they've never run their own business before. Um, and so you really need to think about all those different hats you wear as a business owner. Yeah. I, from, my, from my experience with new agents, that definitely seems true, is that most of understanding the business is just to even understand how to put yourself in the right frame of mind to like really go after what, what you deserve to get, to, to take the time and to like invest in yourself and not to like settle, but to really have that drive and really push yourself to be a good business owner. That seems like it's like one of the biggest parts of the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then they have to learn how to use the Baird Warner tools to be successful, right? right? We have so many amazing tools at our disposal. Like I get nerdy, goosebumpy, excited about sharing with our new agents everything they have at their fingertips, um, you know, from the tools to the technology, to the training, to their managing brokers who are incredible. Like I just, I love sharing that with them. And then they share that same passion with their buyers and sellers and get more clients. So it's exciting. Absolutely. Okay. So follow-up question. Were you, how, how much of a part of planning, like planning the training programs were you like, what did that look like? How do you even create these programs to teach new agents everything they have to learn? Cause it's a lot and it must be hard to structure something like that. Absolutely. So here's what I will start with is there have been a lot of people before me. I didn't create it, you know, in a vacuum by myself. Um, Laura Ellis, actually, who's our president of residential sales, when she, when her first job, when she came downtown, one of them was to look at our new agent training program and redesign it. So she did like revamp number one. Then um, Jan Cook, who is our VP of sales operations, she also then kind of was the next evolution of the program. Um, and from there, it's interesting. Um, I mean, I owe everything I've done to people who've come before me, truly. Like I, um, Dean Russo, who many of you know, um, vice president of sales development, he actually introduced me to the whole Tom Ferry system and said, you need to come to Tom Ferry Summit. And I went with him. Um, and I had already kind of revamped, I'd rewritten our training program. And then I went to summit and I was like, nope, we got to redo the whole thing. And we literally like, I put it every subject we covered on a post-it note and I put them on a window and I just moved them around until I had all the post-it notes in the right order. And we'd covered everything we needed to cover. And then as Eddie and I have worked closer together, we've continued to kind of, you know, move it and change it as we we find new influences like ninja selling that we love. Um, we've brought all those influences into the into the program, and that's you know that's kind of how how it's it's grown over the years um, as things have continued. You know the the experienced agent training looks completely different. When COVID hit, we literally had an entirely in person training platform. You know, Eddie would go out to offices, we'd do regional trainings, we'd bring in speakers from outside. And then overnight on a dime, right. he had to say, okay, everything is different now. And so we just, 
as we were going flying by the seat of our pants, it was like, what do agents need right now? Well, we know they need to be learning how to do things virtually. We know, you know, all these things, we know they need mindset help right now. We're all struggling how they can schedule their days and um, all of those sorts of things. And so we just started creating three trainings a week. You know, I, I said, all right, we need to do three a week. Monday is going to be mindset Monday. Wednesday is going to be uh, win more Wednesdays and Friday is going to be finish strong Fridays. And we just found the topics that fit in those things. And it's been incredible. I mean, you know, today we had a training with Tom Ferry. We had 400 agents in the training with him today. Wow. We would never be able to reach that many people if this wasn't, you know, if it wasn't in the virtual platform, we would have gone to an office and maybe had 20 or 30 people there max, right? It could have been 10. Um, and so our ability to be able to connect with agents company-wide, sometimes we've had as many as 900 people on, you know, on one of these sessions, like that's remarkable, right? Um, to be able to have that connection. And, and I actually feel more connected with our agents. You know, I keep getting emails from them, like, thank you so much for this session. This really helped me do X or Y or whatever. Um, I think we all feel more connected. And so I, I will tell you, I was totally gun shy prior to this at going virtual. I believe, and I think you two would agree, part of Baird and Warner's strength is our culture, how connected we are. And I was nervous that if we took this piece out of it and people weren't getting together in person to do it, that we would lose something. As I said before, I actually think we've gained something. I mean, more people have access to the training, more people feel more connected. Um, and it seems to be going really well. Yeah, that culture piece has been our concern too, like on an office level is how do you maintain that when people can't get together and do the fun things and just have those conversations but everyone's adapted. And even with like the Achieve program, just to use that as an example, I remember when I did that with you um, six years ago in person, like it was a great way for me to meet brokers and I'm still connected with, and we can still refer business and help each other out because we're on opposite ends of the, of the world in our region anyway. Um, I had some, you know, some of our newer agents this year who just did it virtually. They were like private messaging each other on breaks and they formed their own connections virtually. And it, it didn't, they didn't lose that experience experience and the value of being able to make those connections. So I think the opportunity is always there. We just had to be a little bit more open-minded to how that opportunity looks a little bit different now. Yeah. And I think we, we probably made jumps multiple years into the future that we wouldn't have made otherwise thanks to COVID. And I'm really glad we have, because I think ultimately it has um, been nothing but positive. Yeah. COVID's going to go away at some point, right guys? I believe so. And so actually, it's funny, I, I was actually thinking this while I was answering the last question. You know, we talk a lot about what will we go back to doing in person? What will we not? And I think ultimately, you know, you were talking about Achieve Nagin. I think when we think about new agents, I would love to have like day one and day six in person so they can get together so they can see the home office. I think there's a lot of benefit to those things. But ultimately, most of it can be taught virtually, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so then you get the best of both worlds. So one day we will once again do things in person. And, you know, we, in March, it's really hard to believe literally right before COVID we had Tom Ferry in person and had 900 people in person in a ballroom with him. And it was incredible. Um, I don't ever want to say we're not going to do things like that again. Right. Cause having the, the energy that you feel in a, in an experience like that is great. But in the meantime, there's a lot of great ways that we can continue connecting. And I think ultimately like a hybrid version of the two is the best way to go forward. Yeah. It just gives you more freedom on, on ways to meet and not having to be so stringent on timing and, and actual meeting places. It just, 
it presents more opportunities for the future on creating these experiences. And hey, like, I, think, I guess I think it's going to be a sunroom. She gets to see my Christmas tree behind me. You know, we, we get to a little, a little glimpse into each other's lives. <laughs> it just makes me realize how I'm already behind on Christmas decorating somehow, even though it's only December 2nd. You haven't decorated yet, Nagin? Not at all. Everything's in storage. That's <laughs> um, Really, one, one quick thing on the culture, John, and then I know you've got some awesome questions. You know, Sarah, another thing I think that you guys have done such a really good job of is exposing the agents to everyone in the company, including the leadership team, including the executives, and including Steve Baird himself. And I know the Baird briefings is probably something else that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for COVID. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, this is totally, you know, I, this is all, uh, you know, Steve Baird himself, but decided to come up with this idea of early on in COVID, it was kind of like every couple of weeks and now it's gone a little bit, um, more beyond that, but he actually comes in and has, you know, gives a little update in terms of what's going on with the company and then ask, answers questions, um, that we've received from agents or from employees of the company. And it's just a really awesome opportunity for everybody to get to hear from Steve on a regular basis. Whereas, you know, if you're in an office as an agent, he does come out periodically to the offices, but you wouldn't get to hear from him that frequently, certainly, um, or about what's going on at that exact moment in time. So it's really been incredible. And, you know, after they're over, I can't tell you the amount of emails that I get from people who are excited about the information they heard. And then other people are like, I'm so sorry, I missed it. Can I have the recording, please? And um, that's been the other good thing is we've recorded every webinar we've done, the Baird briefings, all of those things. So people have access to them later to go back and watch them when they're relevant to them, which is great. Sure. Absolutely. We, I know John and I both have referred people to the webinar library on several occasions to either if they missed like a business planning or one of the win more Wednesdays or the mindset Mondays, which are huge. And you talk about like a, having a holistic approach to, you know, making that transition and just focusing on like your mental state as well as what you need to do in your business. That was, that was a big one. And you were, you were really the driving force with the month mindset Mondays. Those are my baby. You know what? I'm a huge believer um, that in this business, it's a lifestyle business, right? And so you are your business. If you are not success, if you are not healthy, both physically and mentally, your business cannot be successful. There's just no way for it to happen. And so, so I think it's really important to, to feed that part of an agent as well as the knowledge that they need, you know, on how to do a listing presentation or one of those sorts of things. So yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. That's such a key such a key piece, especially when things are a little, little bit tough out there. To stay focused on on the important things and taking care of yourself is one of those. The key to happiness, man. It is, and I think in our business that it's a unique challenge, right? Particularly during COVID. You know, I have two kids e-learning from here. My husband's an agent. He's working. He just ran out to a physical therapy appointment. Like. It's, it's so much, so it's such a different balance. There are people taking care of elderly parents or whatever, um, and, and, and finding that balance right now is even more of a challenge. So I think it's really important as, as a company, we help our agents do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Mo moving to the next question. Um, what do you think, why do you think agents at Baird and Warner have a leg up over other companies in terms of training, in terms of the support they have? Oh my God, like how many hours do you have, John? <laughs> how long can we talk? Okay, all day. Um, 
Here's what I can tell you is that, and I know this from a personal perspective, both as an agent and an employee, I have never been a part of a company that cares about their agents and employees more. And that comes from Steve Baird. Like he is just a genuine, authentic, caring person who wants everybody to be successful. And that's completely unique to me. But then I think that filters down through the whole company, right? Because he believes in operating from a position. I always say he operates from a position of abundance rather than scarcity. Um, and so then our agents have that same, that mm-hmm. same feeling. It's cool. Jennifer Warden, um, our chief operating officer comes to our chief program and talks to the new agents. And she always says it's like her report card day. She talks to people about what, why they've joined us. And we both just love hearing from people. Yeah. And it, it's really become like a, a self-selecting group, people who want to give and be part of something kind of larger than themselves, I think join Baird and Warner. And it's for, for agents who are like, yes, I want to be successful, but there's enough business. I was talking to an agent the other day, there's enough business for all of us to go around, the more successful you are, the more successful I am. And so it's this like all ships rise with the tide kind of concept. And I, I think that that goes throughout our company. And then that filters into the fact that we have full-time non-competing managing brokers where, you know, their entire job is to wake up every day and help our agents be more successful. So that's a huge advantage, right? They're not competing with their manager to get a listing or a sale. And I just believe that, you know, I always say like, I wake up every morning thinking, how can I help our agents be more productive and more successful? And I believe that everybody in leadership has that same feeling when they wake up every day. And I just don't know that that's the case everywhere. You know, I can't, I've never worked anywhere else. So I can't speak to, to personally working in another real estate company, but I can tell you from talking to a lot of people who've come here, they say, gosh, like, I wish I'd known this two months ago. I wish I'd known this two years ago. I wish I'd known this 20 years ago. If I knew that how different it was here, I would have been here a lot sooner. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, obviously my, the only frame of reference I have is being like a sales support specialist in Lincoln Park. But I would say even from where I am, that mentality definitely trickles down. It does feel very special, the community we have in Baird and Warner. And that's like more than just like the culture and community, it's more than just a buzzword. Like it's tangible, like you can see agents investing in each other and helping each other. You can see agents showing up to trainings and wanting to be better at their business. Um, yeah, it's a tangible, like you can really see how that from how that leadership trickles down to the very bottom. And I know, and I know how much that's true in your own office specifically with David and Nagin. And I just like, you know, every time I come in the office, you can feel it. It's like palpable, you know? I mean, I just think there's, um, there's just such a team environment, but yet, everybody is still, it's exciting when everybody does well individually, right? It's like, we're greater than the sum of our parts. Let's see how many metaphors I can use. (laughs) I think that's really important though. Um, That's something that actually a lot of our agents have kind of touched on is like the abundance mindset versus the scarcity mindset. And that having that abundance mindset is why our culture can be so collaborative. It is why we all get along and we're friendly and we work together because no one's afraid about somebody else taking from them, you know, what is theirs. Like there's plenty to go around and we could all help each other. Um, what I'll, I'll throw a cliche in what all, all both the boats can rise together or something like that. I think I butchered that one. Um, but John, if I may, like you're an important part of that leadership too. So you said, oh, I'm just a sales support specialist. 
you're you're the probably the nicest person I know. Um, you and Sarah actually both. How lucky am I to be on this call with you guys? And your attitude and your spirit is infectious, and that matters. Like the the agents see that, and that really really matters. And that that does come from the top down. So I agree with you, Sarah. Like that's really important from Steve to Jennifer to Laura to you and everyone else. Like that Jennifer, comes all the way down. Like super important yes. to mention them. Our uh, our senior VPs of sales who work with all of our managers. They feel like they're kind of like the conduit between the offices and the, the company. And that role is so important. Absolutely. Uh, we are very, very lucky to have the, the leadership we do in this company. That's for sure. Agreed. One hundo. That was so uplifting. Nagin, thanks for throwing me those compliments. I was fishing for them. So for <laughs> uh, I felt it. I, did, I mean, you called yourself out, so. Um, so here's another question. Why do you think it's important for brokers who are super established? This is a very po pointed question, so you may not have be prepared, but for brokers who are super established, who have been doing their business a certain way for a number of years and are resistant to change or learning new technologies or tools or training, why do you think it is important for those brokers to try to evolve with the business? Does that make sense? It does. It totally makes sense. And here's so there, there are fundamentals of our business, which are always important, right? You've got to be great with people. You have to know the industry and your market. Those experienced agents you're talking about, I know they have all of those things. 100%. But ultimately, if you're not growing, you're dying a little bit in this business, right? So you need to have those fundamentals. Those successful agents are established agents are going to have had those things if they made it into what I call the 13% club, right? If they made it successfully into this business past year three, five, that kind of um, time frame. But there are new technologies and new ways of connecting with people that are so important. And either our agents need to do those things themselves and our company provides all the resources to learn those things, provides the tools, all that stuff for them, or they need to hire somebody who does it better than them. And that's totally okay. There are going to be people who are, you know, more experienced agents in the marketplace, and maybe they take on an assistant, or maybe they have a younger agent who's interested in learning those things, join their team, or whatever that looks like. You don't necessarily have to, you have to know the trends in the marketplace, but you just have to be connected with people who, who know the tools if you can't learn them yourself. And I think what I will say though, is that we've made it so easy through our training and the tools we offer to get that knowledge for either themselves or, you know, whoever is on, who they're connected with um, to help them get that knowledge. Does that answer your question? Completely. That was great. That's exactly the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> okay, well, good. I'm, no, I'm glad I could fulfill your your dreams there, John. <laughs> no, that's that's a good point. Um, I mean, that goes with anything. If to be successful in any business, you need to know your strengths, you need to know your weaknesses, and sometimes it's easier just to outsource your weaknesses than try to fix them yourself. Have you guys have you guys read? I know I actually know Nagin has, but Strengths Finder 2.0. Have you ever done the Strengths Finder quiz? Okay, so I love that, and the whole concept there. Um, with Clifton Strength Finder is get to know your strengths and do more of those things right. and then hire to your weaknesses or support yourself with people around you who are good at those things you're not. And I'm just such a believer in that. There is no point in wasting your time. trying. Now there needs to be like a ba baseline of knowledge, right? But if you're just really not good at something and you don't enjoy it, then that's not your brilliance. That's not your highest and best use. I love that. 
that strengths finder that that was like a huge mindset shift for me and stop trying to be good at things that like you said there needs to be a baseline right so there's certain things that we need to know but like why am i pushing so hard to like improve my weaknesses when i have these strengths that i'm neglecting and that's really who i am that's my authentic self i could really leverage that to be better at my job or better with my clients or with my family absolutely huge the other thing i love if you guys haven't done it is the enneagram have either of you done the enneagram I, did, I like, have not yet. I don't understand it. <laughs> okay. Sometime offline, John, we'll talk about the Enneagram, but I love it. I think it's super interesting. And, but I think the reason I find it so interesting is because in our business, it's really important for agents to understand that everybody is not like them. And so right. they can't have this like one size fits all approach for their clients. So it's important to understand who they are, which I think the Enneagram does a really good job doing. But it's also an understanding that everybody is not the same as you and you need to be a chameleon to them versus expecting them to be a chameleon to you, right? Um, so we're talking, okay, so we just talked about how good technologies are and how you need to be up to date with them. Do you think that in some ways the business has gotten more complicated with new technologies? And speak a little bit about that. I was like, can I just say yes? Um, <laughs> yes. yes and no, right? I think that... Um, that I, you know, I was reflecting on, and actually Nagina and I were talking about this before we actually began, you know, being connected all the time has made this business really different. Well, my mom sold real estate and had her like brick phone. Um, nobody really called her on it. She had a pager. The office would page her when she had a voicemail and she'd then respond. Um, it was super different. You could go home and be off at the end of the day. You know, you went and you could shut down. There is no real shutdown in this business anymore. Um, you're all, and I mean, I think that's just like in our world more than anything, but you're always connected. And so that is a challenge in and of itself, but it also means that you can be on our, you know, amazing trip in Mexico annually, which hopefully we'll be able to be on the beach again in May. Um, and you can be doing deals on the beach while you're there, as opposed to having to fully hand over your business and brief somebody on every one of your clients and what's going on with them. So, um, so technology has made our lives both um, easier and more difficult, I think. And, and also the public now has access via technology to so much more information. And I think that makes our job even more critical because we have to help them understand that information um, as opposed to being kind of the only source of it that they're receiving, right? We, we used to be able to provide it in a really easy to digest way. Now there's just so much information out there that they have access to. Um, and so sometimes we have to clarify or narrow that down. It's the same way how like people can look at Web WebMD now and convince themselves that they're gonna die in a day. And then they go to a doctor and the doctor's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You, you just- have a cold. You have a cold, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's true. I also wonder now that I'm just thinking if this, the use of technology is also changed so back in the day as a realtor you could just be a business person and you could always act professional and your clients would only see that professional side of you i wonder now if that's kind of eroded and it's harder to maintain a professional image without being too personal because they can look who you they can look you up and see who you are as a person online yeah and i think a lot of our a lot of our agents particularly um, older agents struggle with that more because they feel like, you know, okay, well, I'll just have like my, my personal Facebook profile and my business profile and never the twain shall meet. Well, that's not our world today, right? Like I think um, people want to know who you are. And so 
part of it, um, and Tom Ferry actually said this earlier this morning, and it's something I think about a lot. Our business is about being authentic. You mm -hmm. have to be authentically you. You can't, you know, like put on one face in real estate and another face in the rest of your life. Yes, you are the most polished professional version of yourself as a realtor, but you're still you, right? And so um, I think you know, everybody who's in business of any sort needs to be thoughtful on what they're posting on their social media and, um, you know, what's out there in the world. But as long as you're being thoughtful and, um, you know, you're not being crazy in any regard, then I think people like to see more of who you are. I totally agree. That's what I mean, we tell all the agents is to put your face in your social media as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause you want them to connect you and real estate. Right. And like, um, even, you know, I, I was talking about the webinar we were on this morning. I mean, people were like chatting me like, Oh, it's so great to see your kids. Like everybody in the company knows my family, right. Through social media. That's something that if we were working in 1992, they wouldn't have. And I think it's great that we're connected in that way. I know their daughter just got married. It, it gives us ways to connect with our agents. It also gives agents ways of connecting with their clients because they're they see what's going on with them. It gives them more reasons to reach out for sure, right? If you see somebody um, just had a loss in the family or their child just got married or they just got a new puppy, whatever it is, it gives you reasons to call and makes the conversation that much easier than it would have been if you were starting from ground zero. 100%. That's very true. I didn't even think yeah. about that yeah. Like as an agent looking at a client because you know exactly what's going on in their life. You don't even have to do all that digging that they probably had to do, you know? Yeah, Back. you can say more like, oh, I saw you were just in Wisconsin. How was yeah. your trip? As opposed to being like, so what you doing? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, so the last question I have on this list, and I actually thought of another one, but um, was to go over the, the, the response Baird Warner had to the COVID crisis as far as training. I feel like we talked about that a little bit throughout. Do you have any closing thoughts about the way we've responded to the COVID crisis? You know, I just feel really proud is probably the word I would use. I feel like we have, um, first of all, we just like jumped in overnight. I would say training is probably the thing that overnight changed the most quickly after, um, after the COVID announcements. We went right into gear and started putting the training together and putting it out to our agents. And I believe it's for all the reasons that we talked about before of this sense of like giving from abundance versus scarcity. We just want everybody to be successful, you know? Um, and I think, you know, we've been inviting people who our managers are talking to who are at other companies to, to watch the training if they want to. It's all about just, we want, we want to elevate our profession and make sure that all of our, our agents are the, the best out there. And that's been the place from which we've come at all of this. And I, you know, we've recorded over 50 webinars since we, since March wow. and just that amount of content to be able to put out there. And, um, I also will tell you, so we have some exciting stuff. We've, we're getting a new LMS, a new learning management system where all of our training is going to be housed. So there's like some awesome new training coming in 2021. This is the first time I've told anybody you guys are hot off the presses. Um, we're in development with everything right now, but I'm really excited about that. Um, and so I just think, um, I just think Baird and Warner has really responded in the best possible way from a training perspective and truly at all levels um, for our agents to make sure they have everything they need so that they can make sure their clients have everything they need. 
Yeah, 100%. I would say, like to put it in a nutshell, like Aaron and Warner hasn't just survived through COVID. Like we've managed to thrive, which is incredible. Yeah. And I mean, record months over months of best months ever in company history. You know, we went like from the worst months probably right when COVID hit right to literally best months ever in company history six months in a row or something like that um, and that's a testament to our agents who've just been out there working really hard and finding ways that things can work for them and I think there have been unique partnerships you know people who can't go out there are other agents who are willing to help them and kind of partner up to take care of clients people are doing virtual open houses I mean I really think we've just responded in the best possible way Amen. Yeah. I mean, and that not to like minimize that accomplishment either, if I can toot the Baird and Warner horn for a minute, like just uh, yesterday in Chief Local, we were, you know, analyzing the data and looking at InfoSparks and the showing time showing graphs and the MLS, you know, the number of properties under contracts. I mean, it is, it, it's mm -hmm. always a good reminder to go back and look and see in March and April, just how much the market had actually suffered. So to come back and not only like meet where we were in 2019, but surpass it for six consecutive months. Um, that is a huge accomplishment. And it's, you know, due to all hands on deck, certainly, and, and the agents also doing their part. Um, and fortunately, like they were able to, to see the opportunity and, and reach that excess that they deserve as well. But uh, yeah, it's easy now to look back and say, oh, this was a great year, but you kind of forget there was a point in time where I don't know about you guys, but I was extremely nervous what this year was going to look like for, for real estate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And, and we've just, I think, surpassed every vision of what we thought it might look like. Yeah. yeah for sure. Last real question. And then we have two really real questions. Ooh. Should I be nervous? I'm a little nervous. Maybe. They're good ones. They're tough. The question was, what advice would you give to a new broker starting out today? Gosh, I would just say learn everything you can. I think that's the most important thing is be open to everything. Don't don't shut anything off as a possibility in a way you might be successful to go back to our strengths kind of focus. You never know what you're going to be good at until you try it. So try everything and see what you're great at and then just keep doing more and more of that stuff. Um, and then don't be a secret agent. Everybody has to know what you're doing. Let everybody in your sphere, you know, your, your world know what you're doing and people believe that people want to help you. You know, when you, when you reach out to somebody and say, Hey, I'm so excited, you know, like, first of all, hello, how are you? What's going on with you? Don't jump into you first, but you know, talk about, talk to the person you're connecting with, but then say, Hey, I'm so super excited. I just did this thing. I got my real estate license. I've joined Baird and Warner. I'm really looking to grow my business. Can you help me? I think, you know, I, a lot of people are scared to ask for that help. And I don't think there's any reason we should be because they should know they've got the backing of the best managing brokers in the business, the best company in the business. And so they should feel really confident asking for people to work with them. That's great. That's fantastic advice. That's yeah. Be, that, I mean, that goes back to being vulnerable and being yourself as an agent and being like, this is what's up. I'm new at this. And like, yeah, I need your help. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, and you know, if there's one more thing I can add, um, there are amazing agents in our company who are willing to like show you what they do, who are more experienced, you know, as we talked about before in your office, like people willing to say, Hey, come shadow me at an open house, come watch me give a listing presentation, whatever it may be. So look at those people and see what you love about what they do. 
but don't try to be them. You need to be the best, most polished professional version of you. And then you can like take aspects of other people, but the more authentic and true to who you are, you're going to be, you're going to attract the clients that you actually want to work with. Because if you're trying to be somebody else, you're going to do a poor job of being the agent. Those people want to work with. You need to do you. Just do you. Oh, that is like the perfect advice. Hey, are you ready for the, the tough questions? Here they come. Ready. What is my favorite flavor of jello? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I want answers. I don't want flippant answers. Okay. First one is what if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? I'd be mama bear because I think I am super strong. Um, but I also think that um, one of my strengths is just loving on all the people around me and supporting them and wanting to kind of like bring them into my world and make sure everybody's protected and taken care of. That was a really good answer. I love that for you. Like, I agree. You're golden. <laughs> Thank you. Second one. If you could be remembered for one thing in your life, what would it be? What would it say on your gravestone? Ooh. Um, so this is, and I'm probably going to like totally butcher this quote, but there's a quote that says your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card and how you leave every, everybody feeling is your trademark. I think I like, I may have gotten those in the wrong order, but I just want everybody, like when they think of me, I just want them to be like, yeah, like I'm super glad she was in my life. I feel good. Yeah, that's perfect. And that goes back to, as a real estate agent, like yourself is your, your, your best business, right? Like you're selling yourself. So I yeah. love that. You nailed both of those questions and you just like did it too. You didn't have to overthink it. You weren't nervous. You just did it. I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you so much. Okay. So I'm going to read you the official quote. Cause I just want to make sure I get it right. Um, <laughs> your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card and how you leave others feeling after an experience with you becomes your trademark. I think that's like, that's, that's what, that's what I want to be in a nutshell. Yeah. From, from that's this, who you are. Good job. So. I wouldn't be too worried about it. Well, thank you. Crushing it, Sarah. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. This was awesome. You know, as you know, employees at the company, you know, John and I know a lot about what the offerings are, but it's always great to be reminded of really how amazing Baird and Warner is and their commitment to the training and the development of the agents. Um, at your helm. So thank you for everything you do for us. If anyone has any questions, they want to learn a little bit more um, and reach out to you, if that's okay, like what's the best place where they can find you or contact you? Absolutely. I would say email me at sarah.pelton at bairdwarner.com. That's S-A-R-A-H dot P-E-L-T-O-N at bairdwarner.com. It's probably the easiest way to reach out to me or find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm happy to friend you. I'm BW Sarah one um, on Instagram and Sarah Pelton on Facebook. That's great. And we will put your contact information in the show notes, Sarah. Thank you so much. This was, this was amazing. It was good oh to God, see you. It was you. so much fun. This was a great way. It's been a long day and this was like a highlight. So thank you guys so much. Oh, that's nice. You guys and Tom Ferry. We'll, yeah. we'll share, we'll share that with him. That's fair. Absolutely. But we're like on equal levels with Tom Ferry. Oh, right? Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Absolutely. All right, guys, have an awesome day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye.